service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Well, as Rangers go down 2-0 away to Union SG, can they turn it around next Tuesday at Ibrox? We're going to ask Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant in a moment or two. Alfredo Morelos, surely he will be back for next week. Will he be? Barry might have the inside track on that, but he always says he's his first pick on the Rangers team sheet. And no return date yet for John Suter as he undergoes medical checks. Jota admits that that goal at the weekend, he said it was the best of his career. Celtic fans, where do you feel with the season ahead? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. But it's a familiar territory for Celtic fans watching their team trying to qualify for the Champions League. It's so tough at this time of the year. Barry, last night, how disappointed? What do you think of the performance? Yeah, it was a sore one. Look, I, I was very surprised at the level of performance that Rangers put in. Um, certainly since Giovanni's come in, um, one thing about the Rangers team, they've had good quality about them, a lot of energy, but I thought last night they were really flat. I just used the word energy, there was no energy about them. Um, and the only positive thing I can take out of the game last night, Paul, is they get away with one, it's 2-0. Um, it could have been 3 or 4. Um, jo- uh, John McLaughlin making a couple of good saves, Tavernier clearing one off the line towards the end. So, listen, they've got a game against them next Tuesday. They're still in the tie. And that's the only positive I can take out of it. Going to ask you more in a second or two. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And we're on the socials. Loads of messages coming in at Go Football Show. Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant. Peter, you've seen this before. You go in with great expectations to get into the Champions League, but you did say about Union SG, you'd seen a bit of them. This thing happens. Absolutely. I'd said you know, two years ago, they were in the second or the first division, but you would call it then. They'd done exceptionally well when they came into the main league or leading it at one stage. And I... I'm always concerned that we don't give the respect to the name because it wasn't an Anderlecht or a Genk or whatever like that. You know, always a bit concerned. And it only takes a bad performance. I was speaking to Barry about it because I never seen the game. I was at East Coast Broom Hill, you know, watching that game. And I was speaking to Barry about the game and the disappointment on the performance. And sometimes it is that domino effect when somebody's not playing particularly well and trying to get their legs. At this part of the season, we've seen it with Celtic for many years trying to get into these competitions and not one of the games is easy. So, so difficult. But you need your teams to perform. And if they don't perform, you end up with the results you got last night. Some of the messages coming in, Barry. Tired, lethargic, uneventful, lacking creation. That's Mike M. Um, here's Michelle T on saying, bring back Alan McGregor and we miss Morelos. What do you think, first of all, about the goalkeeper? John McLaughlin Well, I think fault. if you asked John McLaughlin, he would say he should have saved it. Um, look, I, I've always said that I think uh, John McLaughlin's a very good goalkeeper. Um, he has got to save that. And the flip side of that, he did make a couple of good saves after that. Um, so he would be disappointed um, in letting that goal in. But look, you, you know my thoughts on Alan McGregor. I still think he's the best keeper in Scotland. But listen, Gio's made a decision. Would Alan McGregor have saved that? 
It's easy to say. Listen, it's took a slight deflection. I, I expect John McLaughlin to save that, and I think if you ask Big John himself, he would he would fully expect to to save that. Um, but as it stands, it looks to me if John McLaughlin is Rangers number one, he won't change it. You don't think this weekend? No, I'm I'm very doubtful. He, he will he, he will change it. I do believe that Alan McGregor is still the best goalkeeper at Rangers, um, but I think Gio's made his mind up. It's so important, that position. And up front at the end, other end of the park, what about Morelos? Do you think he'll be back for Tuesday? Well, he's he's been training with the team. Look, I, I know Peter's, <laughs> Peter's thoughts on <laughs> Morelos. Look, I, I've maintained throughout his Rangers career, I do really like him when he's when he's on it. He's a real handful. Um, is he going to be match fit? No, he ain't. But for me, I think he's so important to Rangers. I think you've got to gamble and throw him in. Peter, they missed him badly last night. For Cholak, it's just different. It's, you can see... Yeah, it, it, it's tough. Listen, it, it's tough. A new player coming to a, a club. I, I just believe Morelos and the Rangers starting 11. Rangers are a better team. Peter? His big performances were in Europe last year. There's no doubt of that. Um, as I say, I, my biggest thing with him is he never seems to be fit. You know, and it's such an important game for Rangers, you know, next week. I mean, that's my question mark over Davis not playing at the back, giving him a natural balance as a left-sider. You know, if he's fit enough to be on the bench, not just in one game, I know sometimes that can happen, you can bring them back, but if he's not fit enough and he's a natural defender and you've paid £4 million for him, Gio can come on and say, oh, he's been injured, he's missed a lot of training. Fine, that's absolutely fine because I'm not aware of that, but I would definitely be playing him, you know, because then I think if you're strong at the back, You've got that quality, you've got a natural left-sider talking to Barry about the game. Sands kept coming in his right foot, which he normally do. Celtic had the same problem at the start of last season with Starfield. You naturally come in at your right-hand side and Celtic were playing obviously with the back four. But when you're playing that back three, nine times out of ten, you want that left-sider to get out as wide as he can to start attacks. And maybe the game getting slowed down, listening to Barry talking about the game, the game getting slowed down, the ball being slow, the passing being slow. When teams are sitting deep against you, the one thing you have to do is move the ball quickly. Yep. A hundred percent. I said that. I was obviously speaking to Peter before we come on there and that's the thing that was frustrating me last night. They obviously sat behind the ball to try and frustrate Rangers. You could see that early doors. You watched the game as well, Paul. But as Peter just says, when teams do that, you've got to move them side to side mm. quickly. You've got to have a bit of pace on the ball, one and two touch. And I just thought Rangers' play last night was really lethargic. How can the team go from playing so brilliantly in Europe last season? I know it didn't go well at the beginning against Malmo, but that run all the way to the final. And I know there were a number of new players last night at the start, but the most of the team are still there on the bench or I'm sure they're yeah, missing Bassett. There was, there was quite a few Rebo. players that were involved in Euro, uh, Europa League run last year. Um, I'm not going, I don't think Gio would use that as an excuse. Um, there's plenty of experience in there, European experience. Listen, it was just a, a bad night at the office. Rangers were, were really below par. And you could see it in Gio's interview after the game. Looks I think he was shell-shocked with the with the performance. Um, but listen, the beauty of being a football player, there's a game just round the corner. And I think a lot of positions are up for grabs come the game on Saturday, even against uh, Kilmarnock. You reckon it's good changes for this weekend? Yeah, listen, that's why, that's why Rangers and Celtic run with big squads full of quality. Because if you don't perform, somebody's at the sidelines willing to take your, your position. Are they going to turn it round? Will they turn it round on Tuesday? Yeah, I, I still believe Rangers have got enough quality um, in, in their squad. Ryan Kent, obviously missing last night, who's been a, a big player, not just domestically, but also in Europe. Is Morelos going to come back? Uh, Peter's just spoke about Davis 
is he going to come in now I fully expect him to come in Yilmaz I thought come on and yeah. impressed me with the 20 or so minutes he had last night so Gio's got a lot of uh, decisions to make and a lot of choices 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 Glasgow in the West talking first up is Colin from Bells Hill good evening Colin hi guys evening Colin right? evening Colin yeah Colin what are you thinking? Uh, I'm just thinking pretty much like uh, Barry says there I think uh, Van Bronckhorst needs to make some big changes over the next few weeks because Barisic has been looking very nervy for, I think since yeah. since the 3 nothing Celtic game February. I think since yeah. then and um, I, I don't see John McLaughlin as a number one because against Livingston it was him he got caught, caught off well off his line for that first goal against Livingston and then that goal last night he should, I, have, I think he should have got it um, sure. let, let, let's throw those two then first of all at Barry and Peter yeah. um, and we spoke about uh, Alan McGregor I think it was six months ago tonight was the game against Celtic at Celtic Park where uh, Borna Barisic he hasn't really recovered from that has he? No he's not he's not recovered and I, I think that's one of the reasons why Gio's looked to strengthen that left back area you've seen Bassey come in and played in that yep. position Obviously, Bassi's away now. He's brought Yilmaz in, and I fully expect Yilmaz to take that that position. Um, look, Barisic is very, very good going forward. No doubt, he's a really good attacking fullback. Defensively, he's always been suspect in my eyes. Well, that's where Rangers were solid last year. If you look at it, you know you've got young Sands coming in last night. I never seen the game, obviously, but you've Sands coming in. You've got Barisic who's no playing with great confidence, and that can sometimes have that snowball effect. You know, and Barry was saying he got a lot of the ball, but it was opportunity for him to run forward, which is his strength, and he's passing back and not going back, you know. And as soon as you start doing that, that's when you're not trusting yourself. And then it's difficult if you're going back to a right-sided left footer, mm. you know what I mean? So it's not a left, natural left footer, sorry, and it's going back to a right-sider, so the ball's too slow then. So the opposition get an opportunity to bank in, you know, and make it difficult. John McLaughlin, I worked with John with the Scotland scenario, and John was a very, very good goalkeeper, and Alan and that was with him at the same time. He's a very, very good goalkeeper, there's no doubt. And I think he's done exceptionally well for Rangers when he's played in the games. He probably comes and gets more crosses than Alan. But if you remember last year at a period of time, a lot of people were saying that Alan should be out of the team. You know, I think we've got to be very careful. I've seen this situation with Celtic many times and they've had bad results in Europe and everything goes out the window. You listen to the manager, the manager was very honest last night. I was listening to his interviews after, obviously. He was very honest on his appraisal of the game, listening to when Barry talking now, because that was exactly what the manager says. And sometimes managers try to hide it, you know, and say, oh, we're not this level, we're not that. He never... He just said, we didn't play well enough, we weren't good enough on the evening, and we never had all our performances. It was very, very difficult to pick anybody above the level of a pass mark and that's very unusual if you've got a team like that there's no chance you're winning Colin I hear the two of them Barry and Peter saying John McLaughlin's a very good goalkeeper but Alan McGregor's a great goalkeeper so he either still is or he isn't does he not get his place back unless it goes wrong for him I think they've probably uh, well, came to uh, that agreement yep. do you think so, not, Colin? I, I think Colin said that you know as well Colin what do you think uh, I, I, th- I think you go with your best keeper because it Having the, having the best keeper at the back brings out the confidence in the defenders as well. Barry, I know it's yeah, difficult. I'm not going to sit here and slip. You know what I think of Joe. I think he's I a very good goalkeeper, no, but you. if you're putting Big John and Alan yep. together, if you've got a choice, it's Alan McGregor all day long for me. And they miss Ryan Kent. There's no question about that, isn't there? You could see it. And that was an injury he got on the plastic pitch at uh, Livingston. It's yeah, time the, to rip up these when plastic I was watching pitches. The, when I was watching the game last night, 
that jumped out at me yeah. how much Rangers miss both of the players mm. um, look the reason why you've got a big squad is, and with quality players are going to get injured going to get suspended they'll come in but they two players are big players for Rangers and Rangers missed them last night this might be cruel but somebody's been on Big Davey saying that um, Matondo is fashion Sakala oh, I two, think it's a bit know. too premature to speed but yeah, he's got speed, but one thing I will say last night, I was watching it, it was frustrating me, and Grant, he's been a coach and a manager for a lot longer than me. He was coming towards the ball all the time. With a guy with genuine pace, Grant, I was wanting him to go in behind. Absolutely, and that's the one thing that breaks down, and that's what yeah, teams are all f- frightened of, is pace, pace mm-hmm. you know? And that's one thing, Kent, as I say, I thought, probably played his best games. I'd seen him against Dortmund both, and going with the ball and defending. It was in Dortmund, I thought he was magnificent. But you've got to remember, you've got likes of Kent that are missing, Morellas are missing for the European. Mm-hmm. The boys have lost through transfer. You know, there's a big change there, you know. Mm-hmm. And last year at this time, did we ever expect Rangers to go as far in Europe as they did? We've got to be careful of that. And as I say, where we are, the season's just started. You're trying to gel all that together. And it's very, very difficult. I think the good thing, I think Rangers have got in their favour. I think they've got a manager who's very astute and knows you. And I'm a big supporter of him because I like the way his teams play. I know maybe started by a back team people will question why was Davis I would question why Davis wasn't playing and you're playing a midfield player back there because in games like you're maybe needing Lundstrom in the middle of the pitch mm-hmm. with his power and his strength especially with what you've lost in there sure. you know so there's different ways to look at it but I definitely wouldn't be over concerned if I was a Rangers supporter but just on one performance they're more than capable going back to Ibrox next week and turning the game round and then they've got another fantastic tie then to look forward to whether it's Monaco or PSV and I think that's the way the manager will be trying to sell that to his players what an opportunity we've let ourselves down badly in the first one what a game to come back to Ibrox and try and win and the Rangers fans last year were magnificent with them at Ibrox the atmosphere there was incredible and they'll need something like that next week again Colin what's your team then for Tuesday what would you do well I give you the team uh, let's say in Dortmund we looked at but this do you know what I liked before. about yep. Gio who I know pretty well sure. you know what I liked about his interview they'd asked him about new, play, new players mm-hmm. coming in and he says no there was enough experience yeah, on that absolutely. pitch Good. Yep. enough experience mm-hmm who were on that run maybe they didn't play but they were involved in that run last year so he doesn't look for excuses and you could see underneath he was he was fizzing with that performance I think he, he was shell-shocked at it mm-hmm. Colin you sounded shell-shocked as well uh, what's your team next week who do you want to see right back in and what about Morella do you think he's going to be fit uh, I think at, at best I think he'll be on the bench I think but I don't think he'll be ready to start I don't think well, he's close to a return, but will he be near enough? Unless he plays on Saturday right enough. Mm-hmm. If he can play, get, get some minutes on Saturday, then that may make a big difference. That would be a boost. Here's the team, guys, uh, against Dortmund away when it's probably the best performance of uh, what was an amazing European season. Alan McGregor, the back four was Tavernier, Goldson, Bassi and Barisic. You had Jack and Lundstrom. Scott Arfield, who might have thought last night, what happened to me? I scored at the weekend. Joe Rebo. Ryan Kent and up front it was Alfredo Morelos and last night as you know you started with McLaughlin Tavernier, Goldson, Sands and Barisic Matondo, Kamara, Lundstrom, Jack and Tillman and up front Cholak and I know they're brand new some of these players as well you know Tillman we saw what he could do at the weekend but throwing them in in Europe is different Barry we could see it last night same for Matondo yeah, they did, they, they did struggle. Look, I'm, I'm not going to um, paper over the cracks here. It was a poor performance. Some players never get into the game, but you just read up, read out mm. both teams there. 
that there's three at the back four that played last year. There, there's enough experience. Big John's been involved in goals. You've got Lundstrom, who was immense for Rangers, Ryan Jack. And when you play in these games, and I was speaking to Peter about it, normally when you don't play well, you get three or four that are off the boil. What surprised me last night, there was 11 of them. Did anyone get more than five or six out of no, ten? No, they, they, they were yeah. poor, but listen, it's, it's one of the games where... Um, the, the beauty of football as I keep saying there's a game round the corner um, and they get away with one I keep saying it they'll be flying back last night for Belgium thinking to themselves it's only 2-0 mm. and they're lucky to get away with the 2-0 yeah, yeah. see the likes of Matondo playing likes of Stephen Davis I think they've always got to have an effect in these games especially when you're starting out whether he starts the game and moves someone a little bit wider because it's an away game it doesn't matter who you're playing there's always a little bit of quality in the opposition. Barry will tell you, no matter what teams you've come up against, they surprise you. You know, there's always players on there you think, blooming hell, they're a better team than we thought. You know, and I think you've got to keep yourself in the game. So maybe going with the attacker, somebody that's not been tried at that level as in, as often as you would expect. Playing for Rangers with an expectation, such a big game. Say, well, OK, let's keep ourselves in it. Let's do ourselves well enough. To do that, you've got to be your best players. And for me, I still think Davis is one of them. You know, could you have moved... Kamara, yeah. that to the left hand side, the right hand side, yeah. or whatever, you know, and just said, right, okay, we'll break through because it's going to be a difficult game anyway. But and play the likes of Davis. Yeah, Barry. Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis. You would always play him. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think he, he, he's got it. I don't care what age he is. Mm. He, he is a guy, he's a proper professional. He looks after himself. He can still play the game. And for me, he could easily still play in that Rangers 11. See that Dortmund game you were talking about? Yeah, I, I, I would, I would actually go with as close a team to that as possible mm-hmm. for for next week. Because really, if you see, if you think about it, we've only lost two of our main players this summer, so the, the, that squad's still there, albeit uh, injuries to Ken and Morelos. But if they two are back, then it's pretty much the same squad. So, yeah, you're only maybe changing one or two, like, like Ben Davis, and maybe bringing Yomads instead of Barisic, maybe Tillman instead of obviously Aribo. Yeah, but I think both Kent and Morelos, if they train well leading up to the the Union game, I think they play. They're back. We're back just after a quick break. Thanks very much, Colin. 08 08 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. Hope that breakdown at Ibrox has gone from for next Tuesday night Barry, there'll be 50,000 there There'll be cheer. The, the atmosphere was amazing last uh, year It went to another level in Europe for Yeah, Rangers. listen, it's all yeah. saying that the, the 12th man yeah. Look, It's the same way with Rangers and Celtic I think European nights players come from foreign teams and I think they're spooked by yeah, the atmosphere absolutely. The, the atmosphere is absolutely electric they'll have to go for it they'll have to be a different uh, I, I think they'll get behind them yep. look, they'll be, look there's a lot of disappointment um, a lot of anger frustration whatever you want to call it but come next Tuesday night the Rangers fans are about and forcing back the team no doubt about that we're going on to the calls again 08 08 17 17 700 and it's red hot as well on the socials at Go Football Show Jimmy has been on saying a question for you Peter shortly what about Jota why is he not always played through the left hand side rather than swapped over to the right I'm not going to ask you just now but a lot of Celtic fans saying that's where he should be Rangers fans are on after 2-0 last night hey and I know the penalty was tough we'll talk about it in a second or two the VAR decision but let's speak to Daniel who's on the line in Wisher hi Daniel 
How you doing, guys? Yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're fine, Barry's. You're confident for next Tuesday, so oh, I thought you you no. caught me stretching. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just getting fit again after no, the holiday. Yeah, he's available for next week. He's available. <laughs> he might, might be right, Daniel. What do you think? Um, well, as I said, obviously um, disappointed with the result with that one. Um, obviously, I feel for Big John. Um, as I say, we should be meeting, but whether it takes that tiny tiny deflection um, it's it's one of the ones but I mean I know John McLaughlin is a, is a good keeper um, for these type of games though I think he has a future Rangers number one at one point but last night that had um, Alan McGregor written over it to be honest mm-hmm. it was the right height but I know it's, it's difficult to tell Barry nobody will ever know did the deflection play a factor it in was it? a very slight yeah. deflection but Again, I'll go back to it. Big John McLaughlin as a keeper, I rate highly, and I, I, I would expect him to save that. And I think if you ask Big John himself, he would say the same thing. Um, but this is going to be the, de- the debate now, the Rangers fans. Um, who's going to be the, the number one? It's clear to me that Gio's made his, his decision. Um, the first league game of the season, John starts in goals. Um, then again last night, so it looks to me that going forward, John McLaughlin is going to be Rangers number one. Um, mm-hmm. which if you ask me I think it's the wrong call I think Alan McGregor should be I don't care what age Alan McGregor is I think he's 40 now mm-hmm. but he's still a top class goalkeeper for me well your top two keepers have to be ready to play they have to be yeah. um, same with Stephen Davis I, mean, I, I, I agree position. with what Daniel <laughs> says I, I think John McLaughlin could be a Rangers number one easy yeah. but you've, you've got Alan McGregor there Yeah, I think that's my, my always concern I said to you last year if Alan stays he can only stay as your number one. Mm-hmm. That's why I always felt, you know, if he was going to stay at the club, unless there was coaching or whatever, and having that somebody around about you with Rangers, or that what Rangers mean and helping the boys coming through and for the big occasions helping the dressing room or whatever, and probably Alan's body's thinking, well, my body's not going to do it. Maybe that's why everybody thought that was his last games, coming on in the cup final and whatever. You know, and that was that because if he's not going to be fit to play, this is what you're going to have every week. Every time John makes an error, yep, I know. you know, yep. you're going to be questioning that Alan McGregor should be in goals. And the same Rangers supporters last year were thinking Alan's time had came with a few mistakes he'd made in certain games. You know, and I think we've got to be very, very careful. I think, as I say, I, I know John's a very good goalkeeper. Alan McGregor was top, top quality. I was fortunate enough to work with him, as I say, with the Scotland Barry and that played with him, but he was top, top quality. He's had injury issues, obviously, but yeah, that was my concern, as I say, was the fact that if he does stay, that this was a question that was going to get asked every time John made an error. But he did make a couple of... I mean, he made a great save when the, the boy was, was um, through in goal. He did make, make a, a brilliant save there. And listen, I would expect that for John McLaughlin. Yeah. As I said, he, he is a, a very good goalkeeper. And, and the problem John McLaughlin's got is Alan McGregor's there. Of course. <laughs> That's the problem he's got. Daniel, what else do you want to say to Barry and to Peter and to the Go audience? Um, what do you think? You think you can turn it round? Yeah. I hope so. I really do. Mm. Um, as I said, obviously, the last season with the, the atmosphere to come back at Ibrox, um, it's the noise that, that came from the crowd at home. Uh, it certainly, I think Barry was right, I think it did spook a few teams, such as Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Um last season so I think to agree with Barry again there is plenty of quality there Um, obviously we're missing Kent Morales Roof 
players that can maybe give, give something a wee bit different. I thought um, Yilmaz, when he came on last night, he, he made a wee bit of a difference. Um, and Cholak, obviously, he's he was unlucky with that header, but it's, it's, it's something he should be getting on the end of. Um, but no, I think we could definitely turn it turn it back at Ibrox I think we can that was an opportunity wasn't it Barry the, the ball into the box and I don't know yeah, if he was, was a great sided, ball maybe. by, yeah. by Tillman yeah. um, who lit up Saturday's game in the second mm-hmm. half to be honest yeah. with you I was so impressed with him mm-hmm. he was really quiet last night I don't know whether if he prefers playing centrally um, in that number 10 and yeah. that um, just behind the main striker but Sholak would be disappointed not to get his, his head on it but he was he, he was starved last night um, there was no real balls into the box and it was pretty similar on Saturday when I was at the game at Livingston there wasn't any deliveries many deliveries in, in the first half second half Rangers changed it up and that's probably one of the things that Gio's went in at half time and says you need to get balls into the box you need to make defenders defend absolutely and that's and, always the case isn't yep, it football yep. you can look at a striker and you can say oh you never done much but if he doesn't get service, exactly, you know, mm-hmm. he can make all the fantastic movement, which I, I must admit, when I've seen Kolak, that's what he does. He moves well. You know, he makes good angles off centre-backs and whatever, and wants to get in behind. He wants to go on end the crosses. It was a bit like uh, Jack Amakis with Celtic. Mm-hmm. People were saying to me last season, oh, he's no good enough. I'm like, listen, watch his movement. His movement's brilliant across the front, but there's no cross coming in. You know, so you've got to serve them and the players you've got to play has got to suit that type of striker that you have. So I, I, I wouldn't be very critical of the striker. If you're not getting the service, it's very, very difficult. Cholak's not one of these centre-forwards that's going to come in and take the ball and link up. He's he, he's a penalty box striker. He wants balls into the box for the full-backs, for the wide, um, for the wide players. And um, that's what he feeds off. And last night, I can't remember him. I don't know if Daniel agrees with me here. I don't think he touched the ball I think once he flashed one across the the, the face of the goal um, in the first half, but he was he was starved. No, I totally um, agree. His service totally agree. and he's a, the sort of centre forward. He, he he's different to Morelos. Mm-hmm. Morelos likes to come in and link up, and then the midfield runners go beyond. But Sholak's one of the players he likes to be the focal point and get the ball in the box. But Rangers unfortunately didn't do that last night. Daniel, looking at your bench, so Alan McGregor we've spoken about, Redvan, you liked to look at him when he came on, Ben yep. Davies, we didn't see a lot, but I mean, he's a £4 million player. Definitely, and I thought uh, Davies, I thought he was, when he came on, he was no too bad, I thought he'd, um, he was alright, I thought he was, um, he, he looked good, um, but, as I say, even for Barry as well, there's just, for last night, I thought even Lundstrom, Lundstrom get started at the ball, even when he moved to a back three, yeah. it, it was just a bad night in Belgium, basically. It's T- Tavernier as well. You know, your captain, down. who's been immense. Yeah, it was just a, yeah. a, a, a bad, bad night at the, the office. And, and look, I've been there plenty of times. Yeah. Peter's been there plenty of times. More often than not. But the, <laughs> but the most, the, the positive thing, yeah. see if I'm sitting on that plane, like how poor Rangers were last night, mm. below par, whatever way you want to call it, you're still in the tie at 2-0. Mm. Daniel, agree with me here, it could have been three or four. Daniel, you, you maybe look at that, yeah. but then you maybe look at that and think, well, you're talking about John McLaughlin. That save he had maybe become so massive important save, next week. Peter, you massive know? save. And everybody's saying brilliant save by John McLaughlin to get us through the next round, and God willing, that's what happens. You and know? then there's a penalty decision, yeah. which so what just about baffles that? me. Yeah, I know. So nobody saw anything, but the VAR officials want to get involved. They, they looked at it time and time again. It took, what, four minutes? It, it just baffles me. I, look, I'm not going to stand here and kid on that I know the rules, but if that's a penalty, Football's 
in trouble. The buzz burst. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> football's absolutely. in trouble. Now, half a yard, that boy strikes at about 60, 70 mile an hour. Full, full on strike. It hits off Sands. Then it deflects off Golson, who's half a yard for Sands. What way can... Well, that was almost the thing, but if it hurt any deflection, it was supposed to never be a penalty. If it hit someone else, they'd be prior to hitting the, the hand or the arm, it wasn't supposed to be a penalty. Because you go to all these referee meetings and they made that very clear. Oh. If it hit your thigh or somebody else's thigh, went up onto your hand, no penalty. I, I'm not going to say that would have changed the game and Rangers would have got back into it. Listen, Union deserved to win the game full stop last night, but to give a penalty then he booked Connor Golson he booked he Connor Golson yep. I couldn't believe what I was watching Daniel you, we know we've gone a bit far and then we say oh yeah we need to get VAR and it just shows you sometimes <sighs> it goes for you but other times you wonder if the VAR officials now because they had a quiet night and then they want in in the action or is that part, am, I, am I being a bit partisan pro the no, Scottish no, team no, there I, you know you wonder I, I think you're definitely right and obviously with Barry there I mean how how is Connor Golson meant to move his arm out, of that, out the road of that I mean to, to agree with Barry I mean if that really is a standard in European football well let's just say I think uh, football is well and truly done for to be honest see, see that's uh, natural yeah, unnatural, unnatural position look we, me and Peter have both played the game now if you go into tackle or, or go into a player you, automatically your arm has to move for balance you were taught as a kid get your yeah. balance get your arm out you know so you don't fall you know balance your body you know the way you so hold your what, hand. What do they want you to go in with your hands behind your back? Well, that's what they're basically saying. It's impossible. Saying, isn't it? I know. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. But that decision last night, I, I, I couldn't believe it. Well, I was remember watching. we said it before. Remember it went in La Liga. I got that bad in La Liga. Any time the ball hit your arm or your hand, it was a penalty kick. So they were that good over there. There was five penalties and four penalties and three penalties in a game because what they were doing was going into the box and lobbing the ball up off your hand and it was an automatic oh, penalty. Yeah, cynically. Yeah. yeah, so they had to stop it. Hate it. They, they, they had to stop Crazy. it because of that, yeah. you know. So that's, that's the situation we're getting to again, I think. And you know they're talking about VAR now. They're going to, just after the game, tell you um, a transcript of what's been said in the VAR but okay. I'll give you another thing listen to you after the game yeah. and ask him the question yeah. and he never used that as an no. excuse yeah. I thought he spoke fantastic and, and you well. like that no yeah. I, I do, yeah. I do. Yeah. I, I've got to be honest with you I think Gio and Postacoglu are so honest after each game I thought Gio last night you could tell he was fuming underneath mm. but he was very honest is he going to say to the power brokers now right, I know there's 29 days to go and for you Daniel and for the Rangers fans do you not want to say you want a bit of clarity is Morelos definitely staying which we think he is the captain oh. is it a new a contract which we think is coming and Ryan Kent because oh. if anyone doubted the value of that guy you need to get him signed up yep. do you think he should be saying oh, to the power brokers let's get it sorted we saw a mm -hmm. few shots of them you know in the telly up there in the back row time to yep. get, a, get a few signatures Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, with Ryan Kent, for what he brings to the team in Europe is um, something totally different. And Morelos, for me, he's proved it time and time again. He's um, defenders don't like him. He's he's that much a handful. Um, he can hold the ball up well. He can roll a defender quite easily. And I think the boy loves it. And in, in European European nights, he loves it. I think he feeds off it more than anything else. Um, I okay he's not maybe everybody's best best fan but he gives his goals which last night I thought we were missing something such as a, a Morelis up there to aggravate their defenders mm. get their centre backs 
we're big, big guys, but with Morelos, I thought if Morelos was on the park, he could he could hold it up a wee bit, kind of give Cholak something to move for. Um, no, I think we just need a wee bit of clarity for the two of them. Are they staying or are they gone? Because I think the two of them are important. And Daniel, every one of the pundits have been saying it's really close. The two squads are really strong. But last <laughs> night, you thought, certainly looking at it, you think Celtic's squad at the moment looks stronger. I know they're not in the they'll be in in a few weeks' time in Europe. But were you a bit worried last night that the lack of experience but, uh, on the pitch? Bit, yeah, a wee bit. I mean, I just thought last night. I mean, it, you would never have thought that it was a, a Champions League qualifier last night. The, the way they were playing, they were thinking. Ah oh, well, this, this is it. You you just thought it was such a flat performance. Um, just there was no no drive uh, for anybody. I thought even Ryan Jack was a wee bit off the pace. Just I I, I thought we get bullied in some areas of the pitch last night. Um, and the first goal. Forward. The first goal as well. Aye, pretty much. I mean, yeah, you can. I said, you, uh, Daniel, I was going to say you can speak about. Big John should have saved it. But before that, Barisic got to do better. Ryan Jack oh, came into the box, then Sands. Um, mm-hmm. Can he get out yeah. to his man? So that that's something that, that Gio will go back and look in the video and think to himself, right, do you know what? It's not just about Big John McLaughlin here. This should have been stopped at source. Um, so look, it, it was just a. I was sitting watching the game last night and I'm thinking to myself, do these guys know this is a Champions League qualifier? And I expected more, and that's what that's what kind of surprised me when I, I was I was watching it. It's worth thirty five plus million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a football player, mm-hmm. where do you want to play? Champions League is where the big guns are, mm-hmm. the big teams, best players. And that's what Gio will probably want as well, so he can Aye. get some money to bring some yep. people yep. in. So you have to ask the question then: you know? If it's thirty five to forty million, was it a mistake to sell Calvin Bassey and no, Joe Rebo? No, you've got to take that money, Paul. You've got to take that take money. That. Can you wait to the thirty first of August? If somebody's coming in with 22 million plus and you've only bought the kid for 230 grand 24 months ago, you've got to take that kind of money. But wow. you need the rest of the squad. But it's very rarely do you have so many players going with listening to these and to, listening to everybody yeah. talking after the game. Very rarely do you have everybody no playing particularly well. Managers usually say in big games you can maybe afford one player or two players no playing particularly well. And that's maximum. You know, so when you're talking about ten players, eleven players not playing at their best, you're hoping you're going to get the complete opposite next week and get a performance, whoever that eleven is going to be, because you know that this is when the support counts as well, which they did fantastically well last year for them. You know, it was magnificent like watching the games at Ibrox, and it's not very often I say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they were, it was brilliant watching them. You know, and they'd done fantastic. The players responded to it. Everybody responded to it. But th- th- as you say, if you're not getting performances like that, there's a couple of the younger boys coming in and, it, and it's maybe spooked them, the importance of Rangers. You know the, the, what it is because you can sign as a Rangers player, but it's not to the big games do you know, are they a Rangers player? And I've always said that, you know, you can buy players, you can whatever. When do they become a Rangers player? You soon notice in the big games, can they perform in their big games? The same at Celtic. That's when you know they can come for all the money they want, mm-hmm. but can they handle that pressure and the expectation that goes along with Daniel, it? Daniel, final point from you. What would you say yep. to, you know, the Rangers bosses listening to the show? Who do you want to see back in? And what would your quick team talk be before Tuesday night? Well, who I would like to see back in... Um, Obviously, you, you want to see Morelos back in the park next Tuesday. Uh, Kent also. Um, as I said, probably for me, and Barry will probably agree, I, Big John, he's not done a lot wrong, but to me, for the big European games, you want your best. Um, 
let's let's be fair. Big McGregor's like a Rolls Royce in between the sticks. He's he's that good. Um, so I think the boys just need to know that this is a big big game. Um, it could change it could change the club's finances drastically just way getting through. Um, so I and I would say that they need to, they need to pull their socks up and they need to go for it. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Chris was speaking about it's a bit sluggish at the moment around Govan That can't be the story next Tuesday, Barry Around Govan, it won't be The pace will be completely different No, I I think you'll see a a different Rangers team performance no, and I'm not thinking about next Tuesday they've still got a game mm, on Saturday yeah. they've got Kamarnock who are going to come and play similar in terms of they're going to sit behind the ball and try and frustrate them um, at the game at Ibrox on Saturday so it'll be interesting to see I, I think Gio will make a few changes and as I said look, I think there's quite a few positions up for grabs but Barry's ever been like different you know Rangers going to play or Celtic going to play it's always the same uh, always the same mm, no matter yeah. where you go mm. Everybody wants to stop you playing, you know, or drop off you and make it difficult for you to play. So they're used to that now. That's the way they play. You know, that's they're expected to attack and win games. And that's the expectation of playing for Celtic Rangers, that you've got to go and attack and win games of football. How you do it, you have to find a way. So that's the headline today. We're looking back at last night. 2-0, Rangers lost. But as Barry said, that could have been worse. That could have been three or four. And they, you reckon they will turn it round? Yeah. Uh, as you just said there, if, I, if I'm a player or a, a supporter coming back last night I'm thinking to myself we get away with one now because the, the tie could have been over it, it could have been over there's every chance of that but now it's not 2-0 two, two Rangers at home you know what the crowd Peter spoke about it before the crowd will always get behind them the noise that they make and I think the Union SG players would, wouldn't have sampled an atmosphere that they're going to um, sample next Tuesday so that could be in, in Rangers favour Good point Awaiting it's either PSV who were one up until late on then Monaco equalised but that's for next week isn't it Peter there's no uh, point in thinking just now absolutely <laughs> no, no it sounds crazy but probably Monaco or PSV first would have suited Rangers because then everybody would get into it because remember I said as soon as this team came out and their name was just slightly different and I can tell you the players psychologically at times because you don't know who someone is there, there is sometimes a wee switch that's not on you know whereas if you know you're going to play a Monaco or a PSV you have to be your best Last night, by all accounts, they weren't and they didn't get the performance. And as you say, you can carry one or two players, not not a full team, that's for sure. Is it easier for you as a player when you're up against a big name? Well, you know the best players will always punish you. You know you know it all the time. But as you say, once you get any of that sloppiness, it does have that domino effect, as I say. When you're playing against the big teams, you know you can't get five minutes. You do come away getting beat three, four and five. You know, so maybe that's the beauty of it. The Rangers are still in it. John said the massive save. It stayed at 2-0. And Rangers are more than capable of getting that back. Right. So you see yep. when the, the, the draw's made, there's no bad teams that are, are getting into the Champions League yeah. qualifier. You're yeah. no, they're unknown. Yeah. I, I've come up against teams before where you don't know too much about them. You, you watch them on video and you think, mm, they look okay. And until actually you're on the pitch and you play against these players whether they're from Israel, from Eastern European, Belgium or what, wherever they're from, these guys are technically very good Absolutely. football players. Yeah. 
Before that game, we've got this weekend. So you mentioned there about Rangers against Kilmarnock, Ross County against Celtic. We asked earlier about Jota. We want to ask you as well, Barry. Peter, some people on the socials and Celtic fans have been saying, Jota, what a goal at the weekend. Apparently the shirts with Jota in the back of it are flying out of the, the Celtic <laughs> store and, and elsewhere. Right, what about Jota? What's your view? Should he play, should he switch wings the way he has been? I prefer him on the left because I think he's got that quality, he comes in on his right foot, but also allows the full-back to go up the outside of him. But you can see in Saturday, as soon as he moved over there, he looked more at home. And I can understand why the manager does it, because Mieda does fantastic, you know, at doing what he does well. But I think just because Jota's got such a... He should actually slip one in for uh, Kyogo. He's come in on the outside and he's went for the lob over the goalkeeper. Top players, and I can see the manager getting a bit frustrated with him. He should have shoved it and Kyogo had an empty, empty net. He's got that quality, but I think he's got more of that quality when he plays on the left because it's more natural. The pitch opens up for him. Very rarely do you see him going down the outside on the right-hand side. Very rarely. He does. I think it's a, he's got a great delivery. But more importantly for him, he likes to get a shot at goal. The full pitch opens up for him. He still get a pass on. He sees a pass. And he's obviously his goal on Saturday. Me personally, I prefer him on the left. But I can understand the manager's <laughs> dilemma, really, because Maeda gives you so much... You know, but when you look at the start of last year, Abada and Jota was your two wide players, and they'd done fantastically well. You know, uh, the two of them were excellent, very exciting going forward, and that was I thought was fantastic. I didn't think anybody would move them. Now all of a sudden you've got Mieda playing out there, and I can see why the manager plays him because he does everything else, and maybe not got that individual quality mm-hmm. of a Jota, but who's got a match winner in that respect. But Mieda gives you something for the team that I know the manager loves. The work rate. Barry, what's your view? Play him in the right. On <laughs> <laughs> September the 3rd. No, that's a month. We're on the countdown. Yeah. No, listen, I, I think he's a, a fantastic footballer. <laughs> Look, he's, he's a match winner. Um, didn't know anything about him. I've got to be honest, like I probably yeah. everybody in, in Scotland. Um, but for me on the left side, he causes all sorts of problems. Peter's mentioned that he, he floats in and out and he allows a fullback to, to overlap or whatever. But he just, to me, he looks happier on the left-hand side but I can see why he wants to play Maeda as a player I used to love players like that What his work rate is phenomenal phenomenal and he remembers me a wee bit of Neil McCann that's what he was like when I played with Neil mm-hmm. McCann he was he would always be in my starting 11 because not just a very good player he was a real team player yeah. and that's what Maeda is he, he he puts in some some shift for the Celtic team but for me Jota on the left um, left-hand side of the, the, the Celtic front three is a real danger. Are you worried about Barry about the Celtic, the strength of the Celtic squad when you looked at Rangers last night, or is it very different because yeah, the European? I'm not game? going to read off one game, Paul. I, I look at both squads and I don't think there's anything between them. You look at both benches. I mean, I was at the Rangers game in Saturday. You look at the bench. Any any of the players could easily fill into the, the starting 11 and it was the same when I watched the Celtic game and, and Sunday look at the bench the, he brings the three Japanese uh, boys on he brings Turnbull he brings um, Yakimakis on and Abada it's not bad, any, it? any of the three could easily play in the Celtic team so that's the strength and depth that both teams have got but watching that last night of course you, you are going to be slightly worried at the, the performance I'm sure Gio will get them in tomorrow and they'll go through that video and they'll come out flying out of traps on Saturday. How good this season do you think David Turnbull's going to be? Because he missed a lot of last season and then they brought in the Japanese the Hatati and all the chat about really good midfielders. Peter, well, is this going to be a big year for him? God willing he stays fit because I think he'll be a massive player. Um, I think he's got goals on him. 
he likes to run in the opposition box. On Saturday, I thought, even when he came on in the cameo, he came on, I thought Celtic get a grip of the game again because I thought the game was scrappy then. I thought the ball kept changing over. There was a bit of frustration with the players that turning the ball over. He came on and made it look simple. There was about three or four times he's run in the box with nobody picking him up and never get picked out. There was one, he'd probably the only one I'd call it a poorer touch as the ball came out the air and he's made a fantastic run and it was only his poor touch or he'd have scored and I definitely think as a midfield player now especially Barry will tell you especially if you're playing with one striker now it's so important that your midfield fire in with goals you know and I think Turnbull does that better than any of them arriving in the box and getting goals and it'd be fantastic for Scotland as well and Celtic you know that if this kid can stay fully fit because he brings something different to what we don't already have he looked so positive. He had the assist, didn't he? For, yeah, for oh, he, was top, he was top quality. Yeah. But it was a simple pass. Uh-huh. But he'd done that all the game when he came on. And that's what I'm saying. But he also gets in the box and gets on the end of things. He makes fantastic runs into the box and very rarely gets picked up. And as I say, that's a trait that's not often there with midfield players. Not everybody wants the ball, as Barry's talking about the wingers now. They don't do the wee short and spin, do the opposite runs, you know, come short to go along, all this sort of stuff. There's not that types of movement now. He does that as a midfield player. He's got that willingness to run in the box. It's a dime, dime breed. The late runner for midfield, David Turnbull does it brilliant for Celtic. Scott Arfield does it for Absolutely. for Rangers. Um, but in terms of David Turnbull, there's no doubt he's got the ability yeah. to, to play in that starting eleven. It's just who does he play? Callum McGregor's 100% going to play. Yeah. Is he going to play in front of Hitati or O'Reilly? Mm. Is he as good as him? I think he's every bit as, as good as him but that's what you need in that kind of area. You need quality, you need competition for places but he's certainly got the, the capabilities to play in the Celtic starting 11. Peter, are you worried about the builder, Matt O'Reilly, with um, James Matt, you know that's what they're calling him. It's an old faulty towers, look it up, it's the builder. Apparently <laughs> the Celtic, tell me that joke, the Celtic right? fans are like, no, it's just if you look at uh, the faulty towers. Uh, are you worried about it? Because obviously James Madison, he's wanted by Newcastle. Brendan Rodgers, Leicester are the only team in Europe, top five team, who haven't bought anyone this summer. So they're in with a 50 million for James Madison. It's been rejected. And the worry is from Celtic fans' it's, point of it's view. different from Madison. I, I know Madison for a kid being at Norwich. I knew when he came up to Aberdeen and all that, you know. He's friendly with Raymond. So I know him and I know him as a player, but he's completely different uh, t- type of player to Matt, you know. Matt's a midfield player. James is at number 10 position who's got that fantastic quality, you know. Matt's a wonderful player he's only going to get better the more games he plays and I said that was the big thing my big concern that he continued to keep playing games because he's a better player the more games he plays he'll be one of these guys that don't want to be rested because we shine goes off their performance you know he want to play all the time get the 90 minutes he's in and he's got fantastic quality but as I've said before if you're at Celtic Rangers you want all the top teams coming looking for your players because it means your team are doing well look at Rangers the money they made last year for the sales they had you know that's why it happens because your team are being successful and your top players are playing well the big difference now is Rangers got top money for their players got it for Kieran Tierney when he was playing at his highest level we got all that sort of money you know your Moussa Dembele's so you want everybody to be coming chapping your door because it means your team are playing well but I'm sure Matt will stay at Celtic Kieran Tierney will talk about him in the second half of the programme because he's revealed that he struggled with his move to London and he's opened up about losing friends to suicide. And we know he's from North Lanarkshire. We heard it on the news this morning with Joe Maguire that the uh, incidence of especially male suicide there, young men, is too high. It's too high everywhere. And it must be tough at times for players, Peter, because what, do you spend a lot of time on your own once you've gone to training for a couple of hours? Yeah, 
Well, when I moved down to England 25, 26 years ago, whenever it was, you know, I was in a hotel for three months, you know, without your family. And I've just two young kids at two, and Raymond was only nine months, I think, at the time. Peter was two and a half, I think. And that's difficult even being away from your family as an older player. I could only imagine young players going away now. And it's okay people saying you get helps at the clubs or you, somebody can, you can off the phone to someone. But when the phone goes down, you're asking your own, own again. And listen, Barry will tell you now, see even when you stop playing. I find it difficult at times because you think, I've lost my job. This is the first summer I've never been working. You know, so you're thinking, well, what do I do now? You know, we weren't told if you'd done anything else, you were looked upon as if you weren't interested in football. So you never learned any other skills. So you find a lot of your time, or what will I do now? You're trying to make things to do to keep yourself busy because you've been used to working all the time. And I find that difficult. And so I can understand young kids, you know, never mind, has not had that, even that career. I've not had anything to do and that's why you say people say don't get into retirement because you don't want to be sitting in the house doing nothing so I can understand these boys and it really is out there and especially all the things you see in social media now I think then they go on their phone and they look and see people criticising them I'm talking about footballers yeah. here criticising yeah. them and it's a lot of time and no matter if somebody says a hundred good things about them they'll look at the one thing that is said negative and that's the one thing that will sit in their mind I'm going to go for the news we're going to return to that in part two the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now And it's worth £500 off your next car Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! So in the first hour, we were looking back at last night, Rangers losing 2-0 in Belgium. Barry says it could have been worse, though. That's the scoreline that they can overturn. And you reckon, Barry, they will on Tuesday, 50,000 Ibrox? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still full of confidence in the, the squad that Gio's got. There's still a, a lot of quality. Listen, it was a, as I said earlier on in the programme, it was a, a bad night at the office. Look, we've all had them. Um, and Rangers... I'll come back really disappointed in the performance um, but listen they're still in the tie it's only 2-0 you're back at Ibrooks 50,000 Rangers fans rolling them on I still believe that they, they will go through into play either PS, uh, PSV or, or Monaco and the word on the wires is that Alfredo Morelos could well return to play next Tuesday night but he would have to play first of all you'd think Peter wouldn't you this weekend at least make an appearance against he, Kelly I, I think he would have to play some minutes but you know what the managers like managers probably like putting him on the bench, maybe even in the Kelly game, bring him on for a period of time. And you know, the Belgian team will be looking at him and think, if he's playing, it makes a difference to them his performances in Europe last year. You know, I'm critical of him. I'd, I'd never think he is fit. And unfortunately, he's been out for a long time this time. You know, but he seems to be settling down a bit and they're talking about giving him a new contract. So the manager's obviously seen something in his work ethic. He's trying to get back fit. So if he's worked as hard as that and he's going to be available for it. 
people always say try and pick your best players for the big games and if he's he's one of Rangers' best strikers there's absolutely no doubt of that he needs to be playing in the big games but whether he's fit enough is a different question but certainly when, when I bumped into you and, and Roy McKay at the Legends game in March yeah. I, I was saying to him listen I've seen a difference in Morelos and big Roy McKay I, I, I says on air didn't I at the you time yep. he says he stripped 5 kilos I, you could see the difference in him you Absolutely. could see the difference Absolutely. and I mean, he was fitter he, he could get about the pitch better but who's to blame yeah. for that Baz? you know yourself as a player you always looked after yourself that's what's my biggest criticism in being mm-hmm. is because I didn't ever think he was fit enough I think he kept every summer he was talking about him leaving all these sort of stuff and that was my biggest criticism for him and then he would let them down on a Saturday one through frustration because he wasn't fit enough then he'd get into silly fights when Rangers were on big games and you, you would lose him with a red, silly red card you know, so I think the player's got to look at himself. And if the manager and that's managed to do that, I've obviously managed them different from the previous manager, you know, but he's got to look at himself. And he owes Rangers, I, I think that, and he's got to remember, and I've kept saying it, he's got to remember it's Rangers football club mm-hmm. he's playing for. He's a very lucky boy. Mm-hmm. So he's got to give them something back. And what a fantastic time to come back mm-hmm. and give them that if that was next yeah, Tuesday but night. For I, them. I get that. He's been really good for Rangers, but Rangers has also given Absolutely. him the platform Absolutely. to go and play. But as a, as a person, an individual, surely he would have felt the difference. Okay, for Stripped my wee bit of weight, and, and for me, he did look a, a totally different player under, under Gio. Um, in the way that Gio plays, you've got to have high energy, you've got to get about the pitch, and, and certainly that difference that they made him made in him in that period of time that he was fit. I thought it was night and day. Some start to the season, isn't it? We've been looking forward to it. We'd love to see both of them in Europe at the same time. Would you, Peter, like to see, you know, honestly, Celtic and Rangers in the Champions League? 100%. But listen, you see what happened last year. It was fantastic. Yeah. You know, it was nothing top for the league for a period of time. Then Celtic went in command, you know, then the cup competitions, you know, were great. Rangers doing fantastically well in Europe and it was getting beamed all over how well they'd done. And very unfortunate not to win it because I thought, as I keep saying, I thought they were the better team on the evening and I'd have loved it if they'd have won the competition, you know, great. Because it's Scottish football then, you know you're selling the big players for the right money then. You know you're getting better players wanting to come and play in Scotland, which we all want to see, well, none better turning up to games to watch top quality players playing. You know, you'd rather Champions League every week playing that type of quality player. And also it means you can hold on to like, say, Jota and all these sort of guys because you're being successful. You know, and that's what gives you the money, and that's what Rangers are looking to try and do next week to hold on to these top players. Good news for Rangers. You want, but yeah. you want both clubs in the in the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, sure. Like, obviously, I'm Rangers, Peter Celtic, but it's great for the international team as well. You've got McGregor, you've got Turnbull, Absolutely. you've got Taylor, you've got Ryan Jack, John McLaughlin. That Rangers is brilliant experience playing in the in the Champions League, and also it's brilliant. It gets your your game on the map Absolutely. people start thinking oh yeah. Rangers and Celtic or you go back in the Champions League because they two are they should be in the Champions League of course every single Absolutely. season Absolutely but, that's the attraction you get you know and that's what you can sell because that's what players say they, lose, they leave for because they want to play in the Champions League if you're in the Champions League as a club you get the supporters of both these clubs or Glasgow clubs have got you know stadiums that they've got there's no better places to play They think last year at Ibrox Thursday night Europa League was brilliant it was yeah. but wait till you sample the Tuesday or the Wednesday night with that music playing, the old Zadok the priest, you love that. It's a great, it's a great tune, isn't it? Yeah, but but, you haven't but, heard for. It's been too long since we heard it at Celtic or Rangers, so we're going to hear it at Celtic, and hopefully, Barry, we hear it at Rangers as well. Good news for Rangers: Ryan Kent is going to play. He's going to be fit for Tuesday. That's uh, yeah. It was a bit of worry seeing him limp off towards the end at, at the Livingston game, um, but even when he's off the boil, Ryan Kent, similar to like Jota, when they're not playing at their, their top level. Yeah. 
they can still do that wee bit of magic they can still beat a player set a goal up or, or score a goal the opposition are delighted aren't they if they don't see them oh, on yeah. they're the opposition if they don't see them on the team sheet they're, they're both of them are match winners both of them are, are such big players for uh, both of the clubs here's Craig on the line big Rangers fan Craig good evening Evening, Paul. Evening, Jed. Evening, Craig. Good. We know what, what went wrong last night. Craig, do you agree with Barry that your team will turn it round on Tuesday? Um, <laughs> listen, I think we can. Um, I think with the, you know, the fans behind us at Ibrox, absolutely, we're capable of, of special things, and we we proved that last season. But we're going to have to come out the traps flying. We're going to have to come out go for them. We can't have. Whether it's a change of tactics for, for Giovanni, I don't know, because we can't be that negative at Ibrox. So, you know, I think we can get through. But my, my concern is, even if we do, what i seen last night isn't an isolated incident. You know, for over the past year, year and a half, our performances away from home in Europe actually haven't been that good. Now, last season, obviously, we got the Europa League final, so it's not something you're really talking about because, in a grand scale over the two legs we won the games but with the exception of Borussia Dortmund we actually lost the rest of the games away from home and the group stages away from home it was the you know we got the draw away um, Leon um, and the you know so again it's not been great performances away from home and when you're in the Champions League you have to put in decent performances away as well because it's great at Ibrox we all know that but my concern is it's a different squad of players slightly different squad of players but the same issue that we just can't raise that to that level often enough in an away day um, in Europe and certainly you know I think that it's fair to say that realistically the Livingston game wasn't much better performance wise either so Barry what would you say to Craig well in the qualification games in the Champions League um, it's so important to, to get a decent away result whether that's a draw coming back to, to Ibrox but when you're in the actual group stages you're coming up against the elite you're coming up against the top teams it's really it's really difficult to win away from home I, I've been in it an, enough times to, to realise that at home um, in the group stages listen you can take anybody at home both Rangers and Celtic but away from home it's a different story but in the qualification games I was expecting better last night from Rangers. I was I, I was very surprised, as I said at the start of the show, very surprised after watching Gio's team since he's come in, the way that they play, the way that they go about their business, watching them pre-season, the West Ham game, the Tottenham game, obviously the Livingston game, they were a bit off in the, the, the first 45, but Craig, you've got to agree, the second half I thought they were different. I thought they came out the traps a lot better. Um, but last night I was really really surprised but I don't think you'll see that again I, I've got to be honest with you I, I think Gio will be on at them they'll be sitting down they'll be having a chat amongst each other and they'll know as professional football players they've got to produce better if they want to be in the group stages of the Champions League It's so difficult you know to win games away from home that's for sure there's no doubt of that and I think you'll settle for the same results as last year hardly winning away from home getting the performances and the results you got at home you would go for that and now you would take that on but it is very very difficult we go back to about the start of the season how difficult it is to 
these games to be players to be up to speed and playing at their best of their capabilities it's so difficult once you've got momentum and Rangers proved that last year even the Europa Cup once you get into that momentum the players were playing they were all desperate to play everybody was fit you know and you need your best players available I don't there's no getting away from that you need your best players your match winners to be fit and unfortunately for Rangers last night they never had their best players available you know, your Kents and that's this world the match winners the guys that played in the big games that you're talking about Dortmund and that and produced majestic performances and probably his best performance had all-round performance I would say in the Rangers jersey in Dortmund you know that's what I thought and it turned a performance like that to go and beat the, the Dortmund side you know people can say Dortmund didn't play particularly well but Rangers were excellent on the night and Kent was world-class on the evening both in and out of possession Craig what's your team for Tuesday night then what are the major changes you would make for the game well I think I think Kent obviously has to come come straight back into the squad. I think, yeah. you know, he does get a hard time uh, sometimes, Kent, but we miss him when he's not there. Yeah. I'd love to see Morelos back in. Um, I think Cholak, you know, he's just finding his feet, but it's two games in a row that he's played in and he's been pretty much anonymous. You know, the Livingston game was the same. He got the, 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 the goal that was dropped off, but apart from that, wasn't involved in the play much and last night was the same they don't get me wrong he was, he was starved a real quality service last night but yeah. Morelos is the kind of player he's a battering ram yeah. through defences so he'll find bits of you know, wee pockets of space sure. that maybe Cholak isn't quite getting yet Where else would you change? I would well I would probably change the defence slightly as well mm-hmm. um, I'd have liked ideally Barisic in there I think Yelmaz that's an awfully big ask for him to come in in his first game in a Rangers jersey um, uh, as a sub last night as well. Um, I think Davies again, it's tough because right now in the, the centre-back position sort of didn't have a great performance on Sunday so I can completely understand why um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst thinking, well, I'll maybe change it. Um, and I definitely would bring McGregor in. Uh, you know, I like McLaughlin but that was a shocker last night at first goal. McGregor saves that all day long, but it takes a deflection. But he has to save that. It's almost straight at him. It's not a great shot. Um, and I hate to be overly critical of him because he'd had good performances last season as well. Um, but he's, you know, that's a shocker. He's got to be better. And I think Gio's got to make a decision now. Is McLaughlin going to be number one or is it McGregor? We can't have this turn and thrown. It's not helping any of them either. Barry, what about those changes? But this is a game... I don't know if Peter will agree with me. This is a game you need a bit of experience, a bit of know-how. Guys who have been round the block. So don't be surprised if guys like Stevie Davis, Scotty Arfield come into the fray. Because this, this is um, squeaky... No, I wouldn't say squeaky bum time, but this is pressure. This is a pressure cooker. Rangers need to make sure they get into that next qualification game against either PSV or Monaco. So... Don't be surprised if Gio goes back to the experience, the guys who have been about, who know the way about the pitch, who are used to pressures, um, where some of the guys are new in and they're, they're probably getting used to the demands and the expectations at the Rangers. So don't be surprised if there's a few changes. And even Saturday, don't forget there's an important league game before the, the game next next Tuesday. But ah, I, I would bring in a few changes. I would make a few changes. Would you play Barisic? Um, Yilmaz obviously is new. He impressed yeah. me. I've got to be honest yeah. with you. I know it was only 20 or so minutes last night, but he looked very positive last night when he came on. Uh, I don't know if Craig agrees with me. 
Um, I know Peter never watched the game, but he, he did. He looked positive. Um, he's only a young kid as well. You've got to remember that he, he's 21, 22. Yes, yeah. Barisic has been about the block. Um, but in terms of the team, don't be surprised if your experienced heads come in mm-hmm. who know the game inside out, like say your Steve. That was Davis. your European game. He's talking about experienced heads. He was a young man. He could go and play in front of the Rangers fans and play well. Yeah, but I had I had brilliant experience, experience around about. But that's what I was going to say. So if you bring like say Davis and that back in, you can play a Yilmaz. Oh, because there's no doubt he's got the quality. of The things I've seen, the clips I've seen of him, he's got that quality. But he needs that help. And that's what I was making the point last night about Barisic and Sands together. Even though I've never seen the game, it doesn't seem the ideal balance. Mm-hmm. You know that for me, just looking at it from afar, when you look at the team, there's. As Gio looked at it and said, maybe it's John Sutter, Goldston, Day Davis, not all fit. Is that the way he was going to be his back three? But he wasn't allowed to do that last night because John wasn't available yep. or, and Davis is maybe not up to speed. So he's probably not got his strongest team out, what he thinks is a way there because it could have let uh, John, Big John Lundstrom stay in the middle of the pitch and gives you that power. But like likes Steve Davis and Scott Arfield. I, I think Scott Arfield shows on Saturday but he does exceptionally well he's moving he in the ball, wasn't it? But we've yeah. said that it's a clever football absolutely he always has been mm-hmm. he always has been he's fantastic at running in the box and it's very very difficult to mark but in these big games you've got to have people who've handled the occasion or can handle the occasion it doesn't matter their age you know if Barisic is not playing well enough he doesn't deserve to be in the team whether he's the most experienced better than Yelmaz or no if Yelmaz is better than play him I don't care if he's 21 because People, Rangers fans that I speak to say he's not played well since the Celtic game at Celtic Park you know and he's never p- performed as well since then so fair enough you bought somebody three or four million pounds he's fit and ready let's go for Davis will there. come in he'll, he'll play on Saturday he'll Steven. make sure he'll get 90 minutes and ready to go and... Stephen yep. Stephen Davis or yeah. Ben Davies yeah. Ben Davies yeah. Ben, Davis. Ben, Davis. Ben Davis Ben Davis yeah. Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah. he's yeah. come up he come on last night listen you pay £3 million yeah. I don't know it rises to £4 million but you don't shell out that kind of money to come no, up and sit on the bench so he'll play Saturday yeah he'll play he gives you that balance as well as you, <laughs> Peter will tell you it's so hard to get yeah. a left sided centre yeah. back we had Bassey yeah. last year who was phenomenal whether that was left back or left centre back but to have that balance and I right. felt a wee bit for Sands last night sure. I've got to be honest yeah. with you it's not his natural position. As I said, he was getting the ball and he was coming, cutting back inside. Um, but Davis has got to play. Ben Davis, that is. Sure. Yeah, and that helps that Tavernier, Goldson, Davies and Yilmaz, are you going to go for him? Yep. I think, yep. yep. I, sure. I think he'll make a few changes, Yep. no Good. doubt. And don't be surprised if Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield come on on Saturday mm. and change the game for Rangers. Mm. He did change the game for Rangers. Craig, Scott Arfield. you feeling a bit more optimistic? Definitely, I think um, you know <laughs> you've got to be optimistic. I believe we can do it, and, and you know, hopefully, you know, we can get past this. Well, then looking at a tough, tougher tie again. So, you know, the capabilities there—they just have to go out there and, and, and want it, really. Um, also, if I could just make a very quick point yeah. about VR, you know, we, yeah, we were poor last night. And VR can't detract from that, but I think that the, the decision last night for that penalty shows exactly that even when we get it in up here it isn't going to be the silver bullet to everything there's still going to be bad decisions because how number one I don't get why it's a penalty because it comes off Sands then hits Goldson number two how the referee even books Connor Goldson you know he cannot possibly think that's a deliberate handball sure. maybe Goldson said something but i never seen that on the, the television no he so. looked respectful didn't he when yeah, he, he did, you know what I, do, do yeah. you know what I was thinking is he booked him because he's been over to look at the screen because oh. you see Connor Golson coming into the right. picture but he's, he's been did. a good 10 yards yeah. away yeah. Um, but he, he couldn't have booked him for handball 
But that, that decision... Well, that's that always my question, but decision. have you got about talking about Celtic Rangers? Imagine that's a Celtic Rangers game. You know what I mean? So where's <laughs> I get... <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, that's the problem I've got with it all round. You know, because where are they going? I keep saying it, is going to be sitting in the moon? I'm uh, just about to say, see, down in England, they, they go when it's a live game. <laughs> he's sitting he's sitting. You, you could not say that, no. At a Rangers and Celtic game. Because he would have he's about, yeah, 10, 000, uh, he'd have about 10,000 people waiting outside on him. And Greg, breaking news, I mean, it's not massive, but it is interesting. Rangers will hope to be part of it for Celtic and for those in the Champions League. There's going to be artificial intelligence deciding on the offside. So it's going to be it's almost like the Hawkeye. That's breaking news from UEFA this afternoon. We thought it was coming in in time for the World Cup in Qatar. It was trialled in the Club World Cup in February and it's coming in for the Champions League. So that's just come out this afternoon. Artificial intelligence will decide whether or not, you know, I don't you're, know. you're offside. Who I knows, don't know. eh? I don't Listen, know. more coming. Craig, thanks for calling. Speak to you soon. Cheers, Craig. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! So we've teamed up with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvements, giving you a chance to win £250 every Friday here on the Go Radio Football Show. All you have to do is predict this weekend's Scottish Premiership results. Michael was on the show on Friday. His predictions didn't quite go to plan. To plan. Um, he got two out of the six so we're rolling over this extra £150 into this weekend's games that means that you could get £100 well you will get if you're the person coming on just for coming on on Friday and also a £300 jackpot all you have to do is guess the six results win, lose or draw we don't need the actual scoreline all you do now register online at thisisgo.co.uk and that's your chance to join us predicting the scores this Friday. Barry, you'll be in the hot seat along with Mark Guidi on a Friday. You were pretty good last season. Your yeah, predictions. Well, I don't know if I'll be as good this season. Apart um, from your overall prediction for who would win the title. But you oh, did there that. you go. Uh, there's <laughs> that usual one. Uh. No, but you, you're a pretty good uh, record. Um, Michael got yep, two. If I was a gambling yeah. man, I would have, have done mm. all right. But it's something that's never interested. Oh, I'm the same. I'm the same. The what? Gambling. Oh, no, of course. We're, we're, this is not gambling. This is only a... It's <laughs> no, just a I know, chance but I'm just no, saying because right. I, I was getting results right last I, I, year. Of course. No, you were good. And Big John was on last night as well, and I know he uh, he talks about it, about the dangers of gambling. But that's a whole other uh, discussion. Uh, the games this weekend on Saturday, Aberdeen-St Mirren. There's something in every one of these games, isn't there? Motherwell, who's going to be the new manager against St Johnson? Uh, Rangers, Kilmarnock, Ross County, Celtic. And then Sunday... Hibs against Hearts, the Derby, and the two big keepers, two of Scotland's great keepers, David Marshall up against Greg Gordon, and then Dundee United against Livy. And Dundee United in action tomorrow night against AZ Alkmaar. More than decent team. They played Celtic just last year, didn't they? A good side. Yeah. All the Dutch sides are all good. You know, sure. they're all good football yeah. sides with good players, good quality. And of course, uh, one of your friends that's there, one of your ex-colleagues is at AZ Alkmaar. He's one of the advisors, Arthur Newman, isn't yeah, he? He's, yeah, he's our um, chief scout, European scout. Um, so I'm sure Arthur would have had a, a couple of nights up in Dundee watching <laughs> Dundee United yeah. um, play. He's a brilliant guy. Listen, one of the best players I've played with. Uh, top top player, top guy, top professional. Mm. I've got to be honest, we learnt so much off him when I was um, a younger player at, at Rangers. He was my roomie. 
He was my roommate. Uh, used yeah. to look after me, make sure yeah. I got to bed. He used, used to come down to London and see us as well. I used to go, go out with him in London as well. He was he? a fantastic yeah. boy, you know. Uh, we yeah. never see him in Holland a few times to take in a few games because mm. uh, he obviously knew the scene, got you in easily, yeah. you know, because he's a hero over there. But a top, top quality guy as well as a player. And I tell you what, he helped lots of charities here uh, in Scotland, the St Andrews Hospice. Uh, uh, he's a fantastic, there, fantastic man, never mind yeah. footballer, you know. I couldn't believe when he retired at 33. Why did he go? I, I, Honestly, don't know. Do you know, I've never asked him when I've been in his company hundreds of times Probably since. wanted to go more holidays. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he, he loved a <laughs> sunbed, Arthur. Um, but to, to retire at 33, um, far too young. He's just a phenomenal player. Um, Jamie McGrath, he's joined Dundee United on loan from Wigan. Decent signing for Dundee United. Do you like the way that Jack Ross is getting a decent uh, squad there? Yeah, I think he's building good experience. You know, Stephen Fletcher in there now, I think it's a terrific signing for him if he stays fit. You know, you've got Charlie Mulgrew there at the back, so both ends of the field. You've got Young Levitt come in and done exceptionally well last year for them. He's come up from Manchester United fully now, so looks as if they're getting a squad together there. I'm surprised that Aberdeen didn't look at... Um, what do you call him? Dylan Levitt. Uh, no, the... Uh, McGrath. McGrath. Oh, McGrath. Sorry, of course, because with the, the chairman came out and said something, yeah. didn't he? The yeah. chairman came out and said something that was quite strange there, yeah. as if something about the loan fee and whatever. So yeah. I was quite surprised he didn't end up there with Jim because I know Jim's a big supporter of his. I, I'm yeah. surprised McGrath went down and, and struggled at Wigan. I was I was looking at that when that yeah. signing came through. They only played, featured four times for Wigan in that six-month period. Because um, yeah. he, he was a good player up here and um, listen, I think Dundee United, um, certainly they're they're backing the manager up there um, and they could have a good, another good season this year let's go back on the lines 08 08 17 17 700 Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson Peter Grant and also with Barry from Paisley hi Barry hi guys how uh, you doing hi Barry good. how you doing yeah, sorry to keep you waiting there so Barry are you over the well was it a bit of a shock last night the performance Um, the performance was a shock I think, but perhaps not the result. I mean, I, I was, I didn't know too much about the team, um, but I could see that last season they'd done pretty well within the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was thinking last night was going to be difficult and just the fact we, we seem to struggle, um, you know, with the, with the Champions League qualify, qualifying matches just so early on in the campaign. We seem to really struggle getting out the blocks, you know. It, it seems to take us five, six, seven games to get going in a season at the moment and and I think that's 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 the main reason why we are struggling in these Champions League qualification matches because we start the campaign so slow. Um, I think that's a fair point because I think you, you you look at some of the teams that do well at the start are the teams that predominantly don't lose a lot of players. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's not a lot much of a rebuild to come when you're trying to get players to fit in a certain style or whatever. They know the style, it's just trying to get that match fitness up and a lot of the players stay together. And you look at the successful teams, you look at the big teams, they're always at the big teams because they never lose their players. You know, so the manager goes in there and keeps that continues on all the time and that goes in even to the training and the preparation. But Gio and that should lose players late on or whatever and then you've got to replace them and then you've got some of the boys not fit enough yet obviously because they're not up to speed because obviously Davis, Ben Davis mm. has not played many games and you'd be expecting him to be a starter. You know, and unfortunately lost John Suter as well. So they'd be expecting to be starters at Rangers. You know, I feel and I think that's why you'll see the other teams that keep their groups together. They're the ones that probably have better starts in these competitions. Barry, what do you feel? I'm surprised that they were, they were really flat and lethargic last night for the simple fact as I looked at Rangers pre-season when it came out they went away to obviously Portugal they played Sunderland I know it got, it got abandoned 
right? But it's still 45 minutes. They played Blackpool Championship team. They played West Ham. Done brilliantly last year in the Premier League. Played Tottenham. And then in, in amongst that, with the guys that weren't playing maybe 60 or 70 minutes, who only played 20 minutes, they were having bounce games at Murray Park against Queen's Park yeah. and a couple of other teams. So I think his pre-season was all geared on this this first Champions League qualifying. I know they had Livingston on Saturday. So that that's why I, I was pretty pretty surprised at the, how flat it was. I, I just couldn't believe. I don't know, Barry. I get, it was really flat last night, Barry. And that's the thing that, that shocked me. Um, certainly when I've watched Gio's team since Gio's come in and took the job one thing about them they've been real energy about this Rangers team if they're you can play a couple of ways if they sit back they hit very fast in the counter attack you've seen that in the West Ham game I thought from um, middle to front they were, they were excellent so it was um, it was a real a real surprise that performance last night and it, it, it took me back a wee bit. I was a wee bit taken aback with it, should I say. Because um, I fully expected Rangers to go over there. I'm not saying they should went over there and, and won easily or convincingly. Union SG are a good team. Yeah. We get sent into the group chat. It's a brilliant story. Um, 40 years you, in the lower You took the half the hour to leagues. read it. It was yeah, a great article from a, The Athletic. A yep. brilliant article. Um, they, they get promoted last year and obviously had a fantastic season. So, so you know you're going to play a team that's competed against your Bruce, your Anderlecht, yeah. your Genks, international known teams. Um, so I was just surprised last night. I just think it's an off night, hopefully. But we'll see come Saturday. Barry, what are the changes you want to see? Ryan Kent is fit. Um, well, the, I think the, the main change for me, I was, I was astonished um, that Alan McGregor wasn't in goals last night. I thought that he'd been left out. Well, I, I thought in my mind the only reason that he could have been left out from the you know the first the first game of the league campaign was because we were playing this European match a little bit earlier in the week. So you know I thought Gio was maybe just thinking, you know, let McLaughlin start the league game. McGregor will, will, will definitely play the European game. So I was astonished with McGregor being left out. So he would absolutely be the probably the first change that I would make on the team sheet. But listen, just. Just when you were mentioning there about, you know, we obviously had an off night. Um, John Suter clearly had an off game at the weekend there. Um, he he just wasn't he wasn't on it. And, and I've heard I've heard rumours that his brother might have died, and that's perhaps why, you know, he, he, he quite wasn't. So we don't know what happened uh, with John. Um, if there's you know if an illness uh, in the family, um, but he's undergoing medical checks. That's what we do know. Um, so he, I think he'll be missing uh, this coming uh, weekend. Barry, are you Barry Ferguson? What about the goalkeeper? I and mean, there's Barry saying it should be Alan McGregor. I think Craig earlier on said the same. Yeah, but back to this debate about the goalkeepers again. I said at the start when Alan McGregor signed a new contract who would be your number one it would be Alan McGregor now that's no saying that John McLaughlin is not a very good goalkeeper he's a goalkeeper I rate highly um, but Alan McGregor for me is Rangers number one but Gio's made a choice and it looks to me of John McLaughlin is Rangers number one going forward I agree I, th I think that was always the issue we spoke about last year that if Alan signed it was probably beyond Gio's terms where they probably sat down and had a conversation and said, listen, John's going to be my number one. You're going to be backup, but you're willing to work with that. If you're willing to work with that, great. Because 
when I looked at the cup final, I thought it was the passing of the torch. Uh, yeah, that's what the way it looked to me. You know, that's yeah. the way it looked. And if that was the case, great because Griggs he goes up there with the Andy Gorham's, as I say, God rest him. You know that that's who goes up there in my time. You know, is the, the probably the top goalkeepers that Rangers have had throughout their history. Never mind any other time. So that's how their quality was. So it's an interesting one, but I, I think that's the only problem the manager's got now. Because that's the, the, the because of the error. Support I never seen the game. Obviously, there's slight deflection or whatever. And people, some people were saying no, it wasn't the goalkeeper. It was a bit unfortunate. And probably a goalkeeper sitting here would probably say no, <laughs> the goalkeeper couldn't have caught it. Or whatever, blah blah blah. But we hear all these things. But it's a problem that Gio is maybe could do without. You know, he wants to keep him as his number one. Let that be. Now, for me, if I'm a Rangers fan, I say right, the manager's made his decision. That's going to be the number one. Let's get the team performing. My interesting question would be. As all the boys that he's brought in, does he see them as starters? You know, does he see them as starters? And then I'd be asking them, well, how many of them started last evening? You know, and I think then if he's bringing them in to be starters, because he spent a couple of shillings on them, when they're all fully fit and obviously starting in the team, then the Rangers team will look stronger. It obviously becomes a better side. And that, that's what we're all hoping is saying. Hopefully it's going to be good enough that you get Morelles and that back next week and Kent back next week. So if they're, they're obviously going to make Rangers stronger and hopefully that's going to come in time that they can qualify for the European game. And that's what you're looking for, a big performance. Listen, we've all been there many, many times and we know what it's like when you have bad performances at the start. Everything gets forgot about within, mm. especially in Glasgow. <laughs> within one week, it can get all forgot what you've done last yeah. year. And th I know that's the way football is. You know, so you've just got to accept and you've got to trust the manager because I thought he's done a hell of a lot of good things and he works with the players every single day. Barry will tell you he's left players out and people will maybe question, why'd you leave him out? Barry was working with them. He's seen them training. He knows what the qualities are. He knows who's at the level and who's ready to play. And then that's why he makes his decision. I'm sure that's what Gio did as well. Barry, how much are you looking forward to seeing Morellas back and hopefully for Tuesday? Um, can't wait. I just hope that he's ready to come back and mm. we don't rush him back because we feel that we need him back sort of thing. Um, and then he has some sort of relapse or something like that, you know. So we, we need him back he's you know nobody can no, no nobody can be a, be an Alfredo Morelos he's just a different he's a different type of guy he does everything you know and he does it well sometimes you're watching him on TV and you're watching him on the pitch and you're thinking he looks as if he's running slow he looks as if he's doing things slowly you know but it's just it's just he's 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 got his own strange style mm. and it just works um so i i can't wait for him to get back I think him and Cholak can work together as well, by the way. So, yeah. you know, I, I think there's scope for maybe changing the system. I don't know, three, five, two. When when we changed the system last night, and I suppose we could have put it's like five, five defenders, but, you know, Yilmaz and Tav were, so it's like kind of, they, they went into the midfield. And there's, there's scope for changing that system. And I think we can have two strikers going forward and Cholak, you know, they can hold the ball up and, um, he can play Morelos in there's, there's, a bit, there's a bit of opportunity for that I think Barry could you see the return of the two strikers? I, I think Gio's preferred formation is 4-3-3 yeah. he, he likes a 4-3 that's the Dutch way yeah. he, he, he playing um, if you're chasing a game there's always scope to put a, another forward in um, but for me the number one striker for Rangers if he's fit is Morelos now the, Barry made a good point He's just back off a, a serious uh, tear in the thigh. He had to get operated on. 
do you rush him back and, and take that risk he's got to weigh all these things up um, but listen he's been training for the last couple of weeks with the team he's been on the training field um, so that tells me that he's no far away the only thing he's going to be lacking is match fitness and we all know you can train as hard as you want Paul Peter will tell you you can train twice a day three times a day you need games of football the and, intensity yeah, yeah and that's the only thing that he'll be he'll be lacking and with tears the biggest thing's fatigue isn't it mm -hmm. yep. you know when you've got fatigue and if you're tired and you're on the pitch that's a possibility of regenerating again you know so you don't want that way players getting injured but I agree with the system I said that to you last year with the players he was bringing in I think he's maybe looking at that three we know it's a Dutch trait the 4 3, three, and he really likes that he does it different for Steven Gerrard and he's been able to jump and I think he's done that fantastically well and it's been very successful for Rangers flipping in and out his three and his four you know and I think he's got that but we're bringing Davis, Suter you know and Golston and the way Yilmaz likes to bomb on Tavernier obviously likes to bomb on then it gives you that option with two strikers you know you've got the, the strength of two central midfield players plus with two strikers behind it and one of them's got to drop in a little bit a little bit deeper which Barry says that Morelos likes to do if he wants to drop into that 10 position fine you know it still gives you that extra midfield player which you can't be overrun over it in there you know so it still gives you that extra body in there to help out you know so you can get away with that and I think that's something you will definitely be looking at Barry what's your scoreline on Tuesday? Hmm. Um, I mean, I've. <laughs> I think he's up already. already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking they'll score. I'm thinking they will score. So you four know, one so, then. So, so, <laughs> but, right, so I'm thinking four one. So they're going to score. So that leaves us with four one. I, I mean, that's 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 really what I've got to go for. Yeah. Thanks, Barry, and we wish John Suter all the best. They're saying he's undergoing some medical treatment, but uh, I know there are things saying there's a family situation. We just hope that he goes well. He's a, he's a, he's I a think Connor Golson, can I just say, I thought yep. Connor Golson dealt with the, the media before the game on Tuesday really well in yep. terms of John Suter. He came in for a bit of criticism. He never had the best of domestic debuts, but believe me when I say this, I think in time John Suter will be a very good Rangers player. I honestly believe that. And with a bit of criticism, and we spoke Monday night about it, he's mentally tough, John Suter, he's come through some horrendous injuries, we all know Achilles injury is one of the worst you can get, and he's come through that, and he's come back, and he played really well with Hearts, and I think he's deserved the, the move to Rangers, just get a bit of patience with John Suter, and I think he'll turn out a real good Rangers player. I think player. people never said he played left side, when was the last time John Suter played left side, and he's a good passer of the ball, with his right foot, so you don't take his strength away, and that's playing on the right-hand side. There's no doubt in me. I think he's a better passer than Golson, even though I think Golson's a good, decent user of the ball. But I think John's better. Great point you both make and all of you. Thanks, Barry, for that call. An unbelievable signing is what Gunnar Goldson said about John Suter. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! This time tomorrow night, the Go Radio Football Show will be with Kenny Miller, just back uh, from being on last night at the Rangers game. And Aidan McGeady is going to join us, the former, well, currently with Hebs, but got an injury just last weekend. So he's out for, what, two months? But uh, Aidan McGeady will be joining us. You've had a few yeah, battles against him. Yeah, kicked Aidan a right few times. Um, but two money phase gets together, him and Kenny. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, yeah they love them more. What a player, Peter. Yeah, yeah. wonderful both skills. Both but it worked really hard at his game as well people yep. always say he was a trickster but Edmund's always one when even this, the short period I was up with Tony that he always stayed out after training 
you know. So uh, it's glad to see Arthur Boric never get his hands on him all the same because I think there's been a bit of <laughs> a story going about about Arthur uh, right, yeah. in that in the dress room and that weren't yeah. seemingly Arthur saying, Well, Aiden finish the story off and all that. So you maybe get that out of him tomorrow. Characters night. in the game, that's what uh, we need. That's what we've got with you too, Barry Ferguson. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah. one thing, he's, what a career he's had, oh, obviously. Fabulous. Celtic, then he went across to Russia and Everton. Yep. Yep. Um, been about at Sunderland as, as well, but he still looks fit as a fiddle. Yep. I watched Tibbs because I was interested to watch Hibs, obviously, mm-hmm. new manager. Spent a, a, a brought a lot of players in, should I say, um, and obviously one of them's Aiden. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just unsure. I was speaking, I don't know how Hibs are, I don't know how, how Hibs are going to. In my eyes, Hibs are a big, big club. Yeah, for sure. sure. Big club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and losing, obviously, Aidan's a, a big one from mm. David Marshall. I think that's a brilliant signing mm. for him. Big Marshall still got it in goals. But it'll be interesting to see how how they do this year. Do you think Martin Boyle's on the way back? I know he could be. Yeah, it'll be a, a brilliant Saturday. signing. But yeah. do you know what? One of the ones, I don't know why Rangers or Celtic don't even look at Martin Boyle. Why? Well, I mean, we talked about it with Linden Dykes, remember? Yeah, th- I just think Martin Boyle. The, the thing that worried me about Martin Boyle in the early days was his end product. We all knew he had fantastic pace, but I thought at Hibs over the last couple of years he got better and better and better. And I was just surprised that obviously the money in, in Saudi Arabia was was great for him, but also they, they paid big money for him. I think it was £3 million or sure, something. Yeah. But he's, he's a match one and he's, he's what defenders hate, and that's pace. We were talking about Montondo earlier on. Use your pace. Martin Boyle certainly knows how to use his pace. Peter, Hibs, arguably, they should be doing what Hearts have been doing, coming third, and they play this weekend. Absolutely, you know, because I've seen them twice this season live. I've seen them against Norwich when Aidan got injured, actually. You know, and you look at them, they're a team, and I know the manager probably made his mind up about Big Dodge, the big centre-forward. They're a much better team, I believe, when he plays. But it's amazing when managers make their mind up, think you're not going to be part of it. But every time I've seen them playing better, he's been involved. You know, because he's a handful, he puts himself in the middle of the goal, he's very good in the air, and it probably gives Hibs an outlet at this moment in time, because there is a big expectation on them, and they have to be in that, fighting to try and be that third place. They have to be trying to do that, Aberdeen have to try and be doing that, Hearts have to be trying to do that, because that's where they are, Dundee United are having a go at doing that. And then you're going back to, that's the way it used to be with all these teams, you know, who used to be fighting for these positions, you know what I mean? And it's great to see, you know, but they've all have to perform much better than they did last year. Huge game this weekend, isn't it? Hibs <laughs> against Hearts. It'll tell a lot. Especially, I think it's even two game, second yeah. game into the season, I think it's a brilliant game to, brilliant game to um, have yeah. as a player. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's at Easter Road. Have you ever been to one of the derbies there? Have you ever managed to see? Yeah, but I, I used to go through and watch my brother when he was at Hearts. Course, and my yeah. dad um, used to go through to the old, well, it's yeah. Tyne Castle, but yeah. the old Tyne Castle. Um, no, I've not been to one lately. Mm. Um, but listen, I'll obviously watch it on TV. And the atmosphere always sounds um, electric when you watch the games. But that's a brilliant game. And listen, Hearts, for me, are stick on the squad that Robbie's built again. He's made some real good signings. He's still in the market signing another two or three players. I think it's Hearts' third position to lose. Aberdeen potentially, but so many changes there. They need to do better than last year, yeah. let's be honest. Oh. Peter just mentioned there. The three clubs, we've done United, done Brown again to Europe. But Hibs and Aberdeen bottom six. Hibs and Aberdeen, for me, are European teams. Well, that's what tells you the job that Malky Mackay had done at Ross County. Mm-hmm. And you watch the game on Saturday. They were brilliant in the first period, you know, and, and hit the bar twice, I think they hit the post twice, you know. 
and Hart scored at fantastic times, you know, but Ross County were the better side and they went up and scored to make it 2-1 and they found themselves very unfortunate. I think Robbie says that after the game as well, but just watching the highlights, they've done tremendously well and listening to the reports, they said they played really well. So they've done fantastic. As you say, you're talking about Hearts, you know, you're talking about Hibs, you're talking about Aberdeen. They have to be all challenging and it's what, that could be the deciding with the Celtic and the Rangers because it was, Celtic Rangers games always look after themselves. They always have, they always will. It's what you do in the other games, going to Pataudry, going to Tynecastle, going to Easter Road, that's what always decided the champions for me because you had to win their games and if their teams have got to be more than capable of taking points off them if they can and last year I didn't think they were anywhere near that. A few of the stories on the go today. Will James McCarthy play any part in the Celtic story this season, do you think, Peter? Didn't play much last season, but there's interest from clubs down south, probably in a loan, because he signed a long-term deal last summer. Yeah, well, I said to you, he must be doing something right because the manager had him on the bench all the time. You know, he must have been fantastic round about the training ground. But the first time, I go to the game on Saturday, and, uh, Sunday, sorry, and he wasn't on the bench. So maybe that's the time, maybe the manager thinks it's time to change that. I'm not sure, but as I said... I don't work with James every day and I always think that's important that the manager knows what's going on or he knows what he's trying to bring in and I think Ange says that there's hoping to maybe a few boys whether that's Julian whether it's young Mikey Johnson whether it's James maybe going out on loan to freshen up to bring another two boys or two or three boys in maybe that's what he'll do Barry he's still got something hasn't he you saw him in his early days at Hamilton yeah I played against him um, when he was seven, I think 17 or 18 and you could tell back then that he, he was going to be a player I still think he is a player he's just found it difficult at Celtic he's only 31 James yeah, absolutely still got a lot of football left and people going about his injuries well, he's well over that now um, but I think he'll be looking at himself I need to be playing I need to be playing at 31 and um, we're talking he... about Sunderland weren't we? is that not his old manager his old teammate you know uh, Alex I'm not sure that'd be a good move with you him know, back in the championship they were talking about yeah. for him so I'm mm-hmm. the championship was fantastic I think Alex Neil actually played with him well, that's what I was going of to course. say I think he's his teammate mm-hmm. you know? that's right yeah, so he was a player then the manager yeah, yeah and there's no doubt his quality you know there's absolutely no doubt so yeah, that'd be a fantastic point. move for him with a massive club as well you mm-hmm. know I, I, start, I, I think if, if James has been honest he'll want to play mm-hmm. yeah. he'll not want to listen I know he's a, a Celtic supporter he would want to have played there many many a times but he'll probably be looking at it and thinking no I'm at an age where I want to play week in week out because when you hit 30 31 you still hopefully get quite a number of years in in your legs but you don't know and you must savour it oh 100% I remember Wim Janssen God rest him came in and Wim didn't know me if he had my daughter made my decision I was leaving to go and I'd already agreed to go to Wolves actually but I ended up with Norwich I went to and one would say to me to stay on and for the next couple of years and whatever because I like you around about the place. And I was like, I could never have went in without playing. Really? At that yeah. time, I knew I'd have played that first year. But the second year, the Celtic were having to go and get better and bring better players in than me. There was absolutely no doubt of that. And that's exactly what they did. But there's no way you could have been through that period of not playing if you're fit. You know, and I ended up playing to 36, 37 down in England. You know, but there's no way, at 30, I think it was 31, 32 then, yeah. there's no way you could go in and think, well, I'm just going to see my career out. It just doesn't happen. And if you're a football, you want to continue playing as long as you possibly can. That's any advice I'd give to any youngster or any player, play as long as you possibly can. Yeah, and he strikes me as a guy who would want to play. Yeah, I don't think he'd be happy to sit about James McCarthy. He's, he's I mean, another great career he's had. Um, played Premier yep. League football most of his days. Yep. Somebody who's having a, who is having a great career is Kieran Tierney, as we all know, at Arsenal and Scotland. But he's been speaking about the mental health struggles that he had when he went down to London from Celtic and about losing friends to suicide. Peter, you were speaking about it before the news. Barry, when you went south, um, away from home, 
it, it, what, what was it like? Is it quite isolating? Yeah, it, a lonely place. It's, it's great during the day because um, you're in in the morning, you're training, you're seeing your teammates, you're having lunch. You, you'll go into Manchester or whatever, a bit, a bit of shopping, but you're back to your, yourself, you're eating your dinner yourself, you're in a room. I mean, I was in a hotel for, I think, five months. It's a, down, long time, yep, it yeah. is a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. Couldn't get into the house mm-hmm. we wanted to get because it was it was still getting built at the time down in down in Lytham. So people think I was speaking to Peter off here because you're getting good money and yeah. and whatever. What are you complaining about? Uh, it's it's tough at times, mm-hmm. and I can see where Kieran Tierney's coming um, from. I, I read it. He's got the chef in staying with him. Which um, keep keeps him company, um, keeps him on his on his toes, um, and you know he's a Lanarkshire boy. He's a real family, mm-hmm. family man as I was, as Peter was when he was explaining um, the situation. So it is tough being away for the, the especially the kids. Um, it's good he's opened up about that. that. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? <laughs> it's good that he opens up about it though, isn't yeah, it? And the more people talk about it, the better. I found yeah. that in the last couple of years, more yeah. and more players are opening up about it, and it's a good thing. It is a, a, a real good thing, but it, it is hard a football uh, being a football player. Listen, it's a, the best job ever. Mm. You, you're okay. living your, sure. your dream playing, but when you're away for your your family and, and kids, it, that, that's tough to take. You can't imagine how everyone listening to this program and on it would love to have played, especially at the level that you two did. But we can talk about it every night five till seven. You mentioned the chef with Kieran Tierney. What's for dinner tonight, Barry? Because he's okay. away. And <laughs> yeah, and my missus okay. texts me and says, what you want for dinner? And I says, no, okay. So I was yeah. eating that when I was on holiday. So that's my, my new meal. Lorenzo's <laughs> mind's in the cat. <laughs> Peter, tonight you've been talking about Jota and quite a lot of Celtic fans have been on. They want to see him play through the left. But down the left, nobody can tell Ange Postacoglu, can they? He knows how he will play. Absolutely. Team. And that's what I'm saying. The manager's never done anything wrong in the respect of that. And he was critical of Jota and certain things on Saturday, you know, a bit sloppy in his final ball or whatever. And obviously he's a Celtic player now, he's not a lone player. And the manager was just giving a wee nap across the ruggles, uh, the knuckles, sorry, a wee rap, because he wants him to play for the team, because the team's the most important thing. But his quality and his individual quality, which he showed, you know, with his goal, you know, there's no doubt he's a top top quality player but as you say the manager will make the final decision he knows the reasons why he plays Mieda he knows the reasons why he plays Kyoga all these things so nobody can argue with him it's only when it goes wrong like as we've had with the Rangers fans tonight yeah. everything's wrong but I think the manager's done a fantastic job at Rangers as well he's, got a, he's got a huge uh, six days coming up Barry we started tonight with yeah but uh, that, that's what you have at absolutely, a big club absolutely. Wait, absolutely. when you have a bad night at the office bad result Obviously, you'll come in for a bit of criticism, which is natural in the west of Scotland. They need to make sure the next two games are, are they're bang on it. And I believe Rangers have got the right manager. I think Gio mm. has shown that he's a, a top manager. I look at his squad and there's still enough quality in that squad. And the goalkeeper, you think he'll stay with John McLaughlin, but we'll find out. Because quite everyone tonight calling in was saying they want Alan McGregor back in. Yeah, but... If you're asking my opinion, who would I have or who do I think? I know who you would have because you said yeah, all along, I, Alan McGregor. I, I would have and that's yeah. no slight on John McLaughlin as uh, we've said. I think John McLaughlin's a, a very good goalkeeper but I do think John McLaughlin will will continue to play in. And look out, Ryan Kent will play uh, probably at the weekend and then Tuesday and Morellas is getting close to fitness. Peter, thanks so much. See you next week. Pleasure, Paul. Barry, we'll see you on Cheers, Friday. Paul. This time tomorrow night, Kenny Miller and Aidan McGeady. 
The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, go. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.